Hello everybody, Ian here with the Sleight of Hand Podcast, your host and dungeon master for our D&D 5th edition homebrewed campaign. First things first, if you clicked on our podcast, that means the world to us. We are a bunch of friends setting aside a bit of time each week to share our love of tabletops with one another. And we're super excited to share that with you as well. We are open to input, and if we're doing something mechanically wrong during gameplay, please feel free to let us know via social media or email. We by no means claim to be experts. We are but just humble servants clicking record for you noble men and women. Anyways, we will be exploring the magical world of Atlantisork. I know what you're thinking too. I've never heard of this place. Well, us too, sorta. It's a homebrew campaign and world made up by the Sleight of Hand podcast. We will hop right into our campaign, Elk and Arrow, here in just a minute. But before we do, I'd love to leave you here with this audio narration to help give you all out there listening a point of reference of where our adventure is left off. After the narration, we will jump right into it and introduce you our lovely PCs. We will be sure to post maps, photos, and other information on social media weekly, such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, along with art, world maps, encounters, and other fun stuff we come across. Without further ado, Elk and Arrow. In the world of Atlantisork, we will be adventuring the Western Hemisphere, where both human and beast have established a place to call home. Many stories of lore and marvel around the campfire. Talks of mysterious floating islands atop a great lake, inhabited with giants, or surely the secretive lives of elven kind, deep in the woods of Laredra, or our favorite pub folktale of an ancient green dragon, laying rest on a pile of treasure so big you could never haul it away. Where, you might ask? An abandoned dwarven fortress, of course. These famous bedtime stories have crossed the seas and filled the ears of younglings of all types growing up. The real question, though, what if they were more than just stories? What if you could stand at the face of an ancient civilization and explore the uncharted depths into the unknown? What brought you to the West? What a great question, if you ask me. Glory? Fame? Fortune? Maybe the bragging rights of destroying a famous foe? We all know that Sunderland Trading Company pays out horribly, and most of the routes have been to the north and to Baxington as of late. Baxington, no longer known for its pleasantries, has deemed itself the pit of Atlantisork. Ran by a slave-hungry tyrant, Lord Skarov Nexington, Skarov, however, wasn't always like this. Persuaded by his late wife, Shara, he was corrupted to think any type of halfling, gnome, dwarf, or any other sort so-called imperfection, she said, should be slaved. This started an uproar in Nexington and in the Nexington family, and a war erupted throughout the city. Many people were slaughtered in their attempt to escape during a failed uprising. Baxington Keep has remained the dark and evil humanoid city ever since. Maybe our heroes will have something to say about this down the road. Maybe some of our adventurers are not human. Why haven't they been at harm's way, you might think? Well, your lousy job, of course. The Sunderland House of Trade has made an arrangement to white flag anyone working out of their homestead. In contract, they would add Baxington to the routes of delivery on the western parts of Atlantisork, despite their backwards views. That's where we leave off. On your way out of Baxington, a horseman approaches you from the northern passageway with a letter from Fort Gresk. One of the travelers on the cart mentions the need of any men and women with special skill sets, willing to help solve the mystery and get to the root of the problem. 
The letter mentions that during Gresk's annual fall festival of Flondor, some elite family members' children were abducted. A failed attempt to trace the children has left Gresk in shambles. The letter also mentions of a secret route to get to Fort Gresk. For this is a civilization that has abandoned the crown of Baxington and has a lack of reinforcement because of their desertion. One or two of you may have heard rumors at one time of this northern forest outpost. Most of the westerns will not even venture much further than a couple days travel past Baxington Keep due to the unknown threats that lay and wait in the thick uncharted woodlands and hillsides. Now one last time. Are you ready to delve deeper into the never-before-seen lands of Atlantisork and unravel its mysterious history? Who is this horseman, you ask? Well, let's find out. So, you guys have been traveling up and down the west coast a lot for the uh, Sunderland House of Trade. You guys reached Baxington, and you, you all waited outside as the two uh, carriage riders go inside to uh, trade off goods or whatever, especially since Baxington with the uh, slave issues. If you're not a human, they don't want you to go in. Mm -hmm. And anyone that's on this cart, everyone's not human. And you guys have built this bond, this friendship, and you're like, well, screw you, essentially. If you're not going to let my friends go in, I'm just going to wait out here. We'll send in the actual people from Sunderland in to do the bidding and we'll just wait out. We'll load and unload. That's all we're going to do. <laughs> so they come back out with the goods and then they deliver what they're supposed to. And you get, they, they hop back in the cart and, uh, I'm assuming that Adam is on, on horse side next yeah. to the cart traveling. Yeah. But you guys realize that you're not heading back down South on the path that you came from which is the usual route that you would be doing from day to day, you actually start heading north up the coastline into the mountains and uh, crossing some man-made bridges that maybe like small villages have made and stuff. And uh, anyone with a passive perception over 15? Nope. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Zediac, you notice that the cart riders are not the same cart riders that took you guys to Baxington. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the bridge, I think that Cree probably would have caught this specifically, is uh, some symbolism on the bridges of the old symbol of Baxington pre-slavery mm -hmm. in Thieves' Cant. Yes. So, unless you're familiar with that kind of graffiti, like, you would know, you would know that these are the, these are old Dominion people that live past the, these, these bridges and these hills that fleed during that uh, war. Mm -hmm. uh, you start hearing the uh, Cartman just singing along he pulls out his flute and he's playing and uh the cart the cartman next to him is a lot shorter too the cloaks that you guys all are wearing just like these brown like jedi looking cloaks mm -hmm. you notice that the ones that's like really baggy on the person to the left and you could kind of hear him muttering he's like it's okay sis we just go and 
We're going up here. We're going to meet the man on the horse. It'll be fine. And I don't think anyone notices. So, what do you guys do? Man on the horse, are you referring to me? So, the I'm referring to the gentleman that's riding the cart. Oh, okay. So, um, but you probably are leading. Okay, so you're so not paying much notice behind you. Okay. Like, you're probably just kind of like, you're scouting, essentially. You're probably like 15 feet up, okay. like just kind of checking the area. And you're just like, or actually, you're probably alongside, because this isn't a, an area you would know very well. I would okay. say that you're probably side, and you're just kind of like, we've never come this way. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we coming this way? And I would probably be on point, looking, just observing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, another thing... You notice that the rider to the left on the cart sitting on the bench is a, what appears to be a halfling, Mm -hmm. which you would not see any halflings in Baxington. And if you were going in there, uh, you probably were either smuggled out or you're a slave there. And uh, you kind of hear him, he's just kind of like shushing her. It's like, it's all right, sis, it's all right. We just kind of keep going. And, uh... They're speaking come. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... You kind of come to a halt, and you see this gentleman just full cloak. Can't even really see his face. Is coming in on a, a horse. Huge horse. Like Budweiser horse. <clears throat> okay. Like bigs. And a he, show he, horse? He, what? A show horse? Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> he rolls up, and, uh... Yeah. They both hop off the cart leaving you guys with the cart by yourself. And um, you you can't really make out what they're saying. And he he hand, hands the uh, the taller gentleman the scroll, and then you just see the horseman kind of dart off just back into the woods, like, quick. Had, barely looks at you guys. His mission was to talk to these two people. Hmm. And uh, so he kind of, like, lifts up the, the halfling girl back onto the cart and gets on. And he turns around to you guys, and who who would be sitting in the cart, and he pulls down his hood, and he says, "Well, hello, lads. I'm Serpo, and uh, I know I'm not your normal drivers, but uh, we uh, we need some help in the north, and uh, we've actually been scouting you guys for about a month's time, and we think you're the people." What's his name? Yeah. So, Serpo, S-U-R-R-E-P-O. And when he pulls off his uh, hood, you know that he's a human. And you kind of see that the girl, like, she's kind of, like, looking a little bit more brave now that this gentleman's talking to, mm-hmm. talking to you guys. And he says, uh, he looks over and he's like, it's all right, sis, you don't have to be scared. He's a, he's a good man and a woman. Uh, this is my sister, uh, Delva. Delva. Uh, I, we actually, uh, stole her. No big deal. But we're trying to get her back up to Fort Gresk. We're having some issues up here. The pay is good. We just need your help. <clears throat> I'll help how? 
Well, people are getting abducted. Like you stole your sister? But worse. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's pissed off. Like, yeah. you could tell that they're, they're, uh, they're old Baxington and uh, they're, they're not for the slavery. And any chance they get to rescue any slaves that didn't make it out, <laughs> they will, they'll take them. Yeah, I would do a medicine check on the girl, seeing that she is stolen. Yeah. See if she's uh, at least in good condition. Yeah. yeah. And then Delva's name, if you guys want to know, is C-E-L-V-U-H. Sherpa's the driver. Huh? Sherpa's the driver. Yeah. First roll of the night. Ooh. That is a 25. A 25. On a, just a general, like, what's her state? She's she pretty weird? malnourished. Okay, so she's... She, uh, she probably hasn't eaten very well. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if she was a slave, they're feeding her just enough to stay alive to sell to another family. Mm-hmm. Is there slavery in... Um uh, the west or east? No. No. Okay. No. So I was, I was just wondering if this would be something he'd be like, "Hey, slaves are slaves." To the. I mean, there is the status, noble. you know, from mm-hmm. there's noble, yeah. or high royalty, whatever, but uh, nothing as far as slavery goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Baxington, really, in these kind of uncharted territories are the only people that are really doing this. Mm-hmm. They could be getting slaves from the little islands off the coast. We yeah. don't know. So it's not like my family has a bunch of slaves, and I would feel personally offended if, like, someone else was taking slaves from another... Yeah, like, no. Okay. No, you would not be offended. So... <clears throat> I chime in. Where exactly up north? Say that again, Mike? Where exactly up north? Uh, pretty far... You ever heard of the Island of Giants? It's kind of over there. No, never heard of it. <laughs> well, maybe you'll see it one day. <laughs> one day. That would be nice. <laughs> we can get you so, there. The uh, He smiles. In, in Fort Gresk, it's like... Maybe... Maybe Adam has heard about it. Mm-hmm. People talking about it. But it's... It's basically like bar talk, like, yeah. you know, oh, da, 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 you know, people at Baxington don't really talk about it or really know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are against the cause and from other cities maybe are talking about it, but no one in Baxington. Okay. Like, if you brought it up, you'd probably get arrested. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's kind of like a hush hush. It is very. And especially among us, uh, uh, Blue Bloods. Yes. So my friend on the horse, he did tell me he had a map, and it'll get us there, and you should talk to his boss, and they pay well. So, I know this job doesn't. Is this something you'd be interested in? Kree's on board. Okay. Haha, on board. Uh... (laughs) 
Sounds like something I would be convinced to do. And what is... What do you mean this job doesn't pay well? <laughs> I was doing great. Oh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> just run. Just what's your intelligence? Just because yeah. I'm curious. Just ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I mean... That's not terrible. No. Yes. It's average. Yeah. I just haven't had the opportunity to learn. Mom and Grandpa <laughs> told me this was a good job. Exactly. <laughs> Mom always said. So it's not like he doesn't have potential. It's just he hasn't gone to the... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Mama yeah. taught me everything I need. <laughs> okay, Patrick. <laughs> so, and I'm going to put the... Uh, <clears throat> the map that he hands you here in the uh, chat so you can see where you're going. What if I know a shortcut? Mm. That would be helpful. <laughs> shortcuts cost extra. Uh, you also notice, like, in common, written on top of this map, it says the way to find Gresk is through the invisible neck. What that back. means? I do a um, oh, Fort Gresk. Yeah. That's where we are. Where we're going. That's where they're headed. Can I do a check to see if I this any of this sounds familiar at all. Yeah. Uh, you want to yeah. do a history check? Do that. <clears throat> mm, I double that history check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yes. I don't need to double Yeah, I would say from your from your upbringing and probably before working for Sunderland, you've you've heard of it almost as like a myth, so. The invisible neck, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, the invisible neck. Where are we on the big map? You Probably guys. just north of... Uh, yeah, you're north into the hills, kind of uncharted area. Just above uh, Baxington, probably. Yeah. Ah. Well, the group's down for it. Estella's down for it. She has yeah. no reason to separate <coughs> from anyone right now. Yeah. Um, no one's opposed money, so. to the money. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have no, no opinion. Money makes yeah. the world go round. You're like, I'm just on this cart. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, world is I'm already here. I'm already here. Might as well. So you guys keep uh, into the woods, and uh, also with your nature check, you probably noticed, or you did a history check, huh? Someone yes. want to do a nature check for me? Uh, I can't. I, I do a survival check. Instead. Yeah, survival actually apply to this check. But I don't do survival. You don't want my nature. I'll do it. Nature. Uh, nah, great. Mm. I'm busy picking my nose. Twelve. Twelve. Cree's busy napping in the car. So. <laughs> nope. I'm cleaning my nails. I'm putting it at a DC 10, so. <laughs> nope. Uh, Zediac, looking at the coastline, you know that the sun's going to be going down soon, but more so you know that a storm is rolling in. And judging by the blackness of the clouds, that could be a potential issue for traveling. Um, whether or not you share that information with the party, that's fine. But you start hearing just like, yeah, like in the distance. We, we, we need just to like, find a place that's sheltered to rest. I think the weather looks fine. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna respond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already said I already said my piece. On his horse. He's like fixing his nails and <laughs> give me the dirt out. A little bit of earwax. So. What a long journey, long journey. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> you you make that small comment, and maybe the brother and the sister hear you, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll try to find something off the side road, and we'll, we'll camp. Uh, okay, can I look around for, <clears throat> uh, keep an eye out for a spot? Yeah, yeah, keep, uh, keep looking out, but... You notice that these roads are pretty narrow. Like a, you couldn't even double cart both ways, so you're looking for an opening where you could park this cart for the night. Maybe find some trees, find a camp. Mm-hmm. So you guys keep traveling for another hour or so, and at this point, it started raining. It's getting pretty heavy, yeah, and you just hear it uh, kind of rattling. It's it's almost like the wind's kind of blowing at you and. The cart's getting stuck in the mud, and you're like, I'm just trying to move through this, and, mm-hmm. and we're having a really hard time. The cargo that was supposed to go back down south, you guys still have all of those supplies in your cart. Mm-hmm. So what they are, you cool. don't know, but you have them. And uh, at this point, you've reached a point in the road where the horses can't even really pull the cart. Mm-hmm. And the horses. And, uh, <laughs> funny. <laughs> so you guys literally just leave the cart in the middle of the road because you didn't find, find a spot to pull off. And maybe you're like throwing blankets or whatever in the cart to try to make it uh, a place you guys could sleep in or whatever. Um, it's and you guys, what was that? It's not a covered cart. No, no open cart. Unfortunately. No. That's what Adam's family would have on the east. Covered cards. Yes. But we're in With the, a doorman. But we're in the west. <laughs> We'd have carriages, not yes. carts. Put the stepping stool out so I can get onto the street. You mean the stepping slave? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they said they don't have slaves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's horrible. They're called... Uh, butlers pay- and maids, okay, and, and not slaves. And they're paid with lodging and food only. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And they're good. We don't want to die. Indentured servitude, not, and not slaves. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you guys want to do watch? Obviously, it's probably not as late as you normally would go down for mm-hmm. the night, but you can't really do much. I could stay up and do a watch. Okay. Um, as far as the train goes. A lot of it's pretty hilly. You guys are just getting to the brink of the, the trees. Um, a lot of a lot of rocks. Almost uh, to describe it, like if you're driving through the woods, going to like Fort Bragg area, that's kind of what it's okay. like, you know. So it gets thick, but then there's parts where it's kind of like fieldy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys just find some trees basically to kind of hurdle and maybe try to get a fire going. Uh, under the trees where it's not too wet. Um, everyone want to roll a perception check for me? Blasted perception. <laughs> 17. In your eye. I am going getting ready for watch. I'm not watching yet. Uh, 15. 15 to 17. 8. 8. 3. I am quite asleep. What a rogue you are. <laughs> <laughs> You take the opportunities to nap. That's what happens when you have one eye. You retire. (laughs) I'm just sitting back against a tree, tuning my loot. 
Are you playing a tune? No, no I'm tuning. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's wet out here. We're gonna, strings are about to stretch. I'm whistling off. Harmony. Is that a fish you have over there? Tuning a fish? The little halfling kind of like now is off the cart. Her <laughs> brother know. has given her some food. That's all that matters. And she kind of like scurries over and sits next to you and is like, Are you going to play a song? Oh, I'm sure I can manage something. Okay. It's been a while since I've had a good tune. Um, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. Okay. To make just a... Oh, right, he's a bard. Just a little melody of notes play through so that I can continue tuning in peace and not have to <laughs> play anything. That's sad, but it works. <laughs> Does it make any noise or anything? You just walk away. Shuffle and walks away. Yeah. Seeing this, I'm this is when you DJ <laughs> off your laptop. And it uh, hold on, I don't think I took it. Yeah, I did. You guys just all hear faintly hear like the sound of a strumming loop. You see me like not strumming at all. Yeah. <laughs> Still very carefully tuning. I'm gonna cast Solitary to make it seem like other instruments are playing with him. We got orchestra. Make it sound a little better. Would everyone would everyone hear this and be affected by that? I mean, those who are smart enough to know that yes. it's a spell, but yeah, everyone would be. We'd all hear the you kind of see Serpo like sitting next to the fire, like chuckling. <laughs> it's like. Well, she's smiling. <clears throat> I use I prestidigitation <laughs> to light a fire for us. Perfect. Say that one more time. Prestidigitation. There we go. Exactly. Yes. Oh. I start <sighs> so we got one more time for the uh, perceptions. We got horrible, horrible, 17. 15. Just What'd you get? 15. 15? I got the first natural one. <clears throat> First on perception. On perception, right. the best. The lady on watch sees nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I don't think our, if we're all looking out, we don't. The watch hasn't started. Yeah, Estella's like, and this now, would be a great summer getaway. And now your watch begins. <laughs> Facing a tree. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's a nice tree. That's a real nice. That's tree. a nice boulder. Oh, I like that boulder. <laughs> Zediac starts to hear d- dogs like howling in the back. Mm. Multiple. Maybe you guys are all talking and mm-hmm. bantering, but he like hears that. Um, yeah, and with the thunder and the wind, it's just like so he doesn't hear anything. Pretty heavy. You 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 probably would hear it too, like kind of like. Huh. Okay. Oh, just yeah. yeah. Okay. So. It would be weird though, because like you guys are polar opposite. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd mention anything to each other, mm-hmm. but you're both like, mm, this could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, being more of a city boy, I probably just think it's just uh, natural. This natural, just, stuff. It's, it's nature. Yeah, yeah. it's just. I I'm, think Zedia. Well, what, what I, I, is that like? Hun- is that like hunting party? How yeah, else? roll a survival check. I have animal part. proficiency. Yeah. Would I be able to? Be like, mm, that's a little something extra, or would that uh, be more? Eleven. Eleven. That's it. Well, you he- you hear him growling, like in the distance, like you probably hear like four or five different tones. Okay. Into tones. the woods. What time of day is it, by the way? It's night. Okay. Yeah. We're not daytime. But what what season is it? Season? Yeah. Yeah. What's the exact it's date? Spring. <laughs> spring. Okay. Yeah. The year. Has has he made note that we, he hears the wolves at all? They're not wolves. Zediac, do you make note of sorry the animals? Oh hear? yeah, 
definitely. There's, there's a. I would oh. say there's multiple wolves yeah. out. Whether or not they want to bother your campsite, you know, it's there's serious. seven of you. Yeah. yeah. Three horses. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe it's something in the carts that they're smelling. So, as he says this, Estella's going to go to the tree that she's looking at. And with her <laughs> staff, she's going to reach up and touch like a branch at the tip of the branch. Okay. Cast light. Okay. So that way. It's oh. intimidating. Yeah, just so a 10 feet light in any dimension has a sheds bright light in 20 foot radius of dim uh, and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Good old camp trips. Mm. And uh, it's still. They, they're not really, like, letting up. They're not getting closer either. But you guys are sitting, and Serpo kind of looks out, and he's like, is there someone up up on top of the, the trail? Do you see someone on the trail? He doesn't know if it's his mind playing tricks on him or uh, if there's someone It's kind of like... It looks like someone's like moving in and out of the trees. Like about say, how far away would you say? About 150 feet away. 150 feet. Okay. Up the trail. So, uh, Adam, who would you say looks the most well traveled out of you guys? Probably either. Probably one of you. Yeah, Cree. I would Zedia. look more well traveled, but <laughs> yeah. probably not actually be. I yeah, look like Yeah, Cree's the oldest, I think. Only right? 30. Only yeah. <laughs> but no, we, sorry. The entire forty years he's been traveling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but would you Travel say like you weeks? look? I'm also asleep in the cart. Oh, it's not in the cart. He's past yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I would probably, uh, Adam would probably nudge. Um, I mean, I'm a dragonborn. If that helps. Uh, yeah. Zedia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and be like, hey, good to come with me. I want to investigate what our uh, Serpo uh, notifies, notified us of. Yeah, I'll go. Okay. And once we get into about 120 feet of him, okay. uh, I have the you split the Eldritch. Uh, yes. Little Lord. Eldritch. Oh, I assumed he was just asking. I didn't. I was not waiting for him to okay. do it. I just took off. Okay. So okay. what are you doing when you get to 120 feet, Adam? Uh, well, that's when Before, um, Devil Sight kicks in, and I can see perfectly up to 120 feet. Before okay. one of them oh, goes, nice. I'm going to. It doesn't matter in which one. Darkness and magic. I'm going to touch one of them and cast resistance as well. Okay. Before they walk off, I'm not going to go follow them. Okay, so I'm going to say that you did that to Zediac. Okay, that's right. Zediac, you have probably through the trees. You're about 45, 50 feet away at this point. Mm-hmm. But you guys both make the realization that it is a probably, I'd say, 10 to 14-year-old girl ghost Dope. dancing and kind of singing, oh. muttering to herself. Could I do an arc? So you Would it be arcana? Ghost. <laughs> ghost? Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, no ghost. Back to we, so I would like to. Oh, so, uh, my time this? has come. <laughs> would you say this ghost is singing in the rain? Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> um, I would like to sneak up. Okay. Within, within. On a ghost. Yeah. 
would it be harder to be able to discern, like, what type of ghost this would probably be? It's a dead ghost. Dead ghost? Oh, I figured that one. Person is not I alive. think a ghost. An, an undead ghost? You said you were going to do an arcana check for that? I, I, I was asking, like, if arcana would be the right one. Or oh, if it, nature would be the right one. Nature, medicine. maybe. Medicine, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yes. I feel like it's a weird spot for ghosts, you know? Yeah. So, it's probably wrong, but we can do an arcana check. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> it's right. probably wrong, so uh, go ahead. Higher one. <laughs> go ahead and do it. Or it's religion. Uh, arcana, 14. 14. I don't know if that will help, but... So, you <clears throat> think that it's probably just the spirit in limbo. Okay. Okay. Um, I'd <clears throat> like to get as close as possible. Okay. So, Zediac moves in through the trees cautiously off to the left side of the path. Mm-hmm. He gets about 15 feet away, and you can kind of hear what she's muttering. And she's like, Oh, the rain, the rain, praise the storm. Yes, praise the storm. May we wash away the blood. May we wash away those horrible memories. Yes, all of you have dark pasts. Do you not have dark futures too? I see you're dead. They are displeased. I warn you all now. Turn from your ways. And she keeps on dancing and muttering. If Johnny hears this, he's definitely going to pull out a notebook and write that down because that was some fire. <laughs> that was crazy. That's going on. Washing away. What was that last verse again? She Don't also looks pass. at you, Zadiac. Like she just looks at you briefly mm-hmm. and just keeps on going. Does she like do a like? Is she trying to get away from me? No. Or? She's, okay. she's kind of. Just, you're in her. Yeah. Um. You want to do another perception check for me? Since you're both of us are him. Him. Since he's hundred feet away from the party now. Sure, yeah. It's not in the light. Perception? <laughs> Perception? Yeah. Uh, 15. 15. The wolves are getting louder. Hmm. You kind of... Wow, that is, like, really tough. Um, you're kind of, like, surveying. You've kind of, like, walked up this, and it kind of plateaus on the hill, and it starts to kind of go down and swerve around. But you, like, stop on the hillside, and you can kind of see up a little bit, like, on the 20-foot ravine, you see about three dog-like-shaped creatures walking, and off to the left, you see maybe two more. Dog-like? It could be wolves. Are they quadruped or bipedal? Or can I not tell from that? You can't tell. Can't tell. Okay. Awesome. Wolf-shaped. Yeah. Also, he does not. Um, They've done nothing to engage me yet, so I'm just going to keep tuning in. Well, I'm. I'm a slight. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh. Gesture back to Adam that I. I. Trying, I'm, I'm, the ghost knows I'm there, so I'm not going to be quiet yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm say, There's wolves on the ridge, and then I'm going to pull my short sword and my whip. I'm going to activate my whip. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pull pull out a whip that has um, broken bits of a blade on the end. Mm. I'm going to cut my hand with it, and white flame is going to erupt from it, and I'm going to go after the ghost. After okay. the ghost? Yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, roll for initiative. 
type of thing that I would, would want to be. I range? rolls well since I'm in range. Like I'm relatively close, and, and he. If you want to say you're gonna move in. Ghostbusters. I mean it. Priya, uh, Stella, and Johnny are just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. Nineteen. All I right. wonder why I they come land. in at a ten. You you beat me by two. I got a seventeen. Ten. Ten. All right. Makes sense. I'm last. So <laughs> you approach the ghost. Roll to hit. Okay. Ugh, not great. Uh, it's gonna be eight with the whip, and then uh, fourteen with the short sword. Short sword's not activated. Okay. So you hit with the short sword. Okay. Oh, little ghost. It is five damage. Alright. So, you swing, and you hit the ghost-like creature, and she just dissipates. Oh, that was rude. Yeah. Your turn, uh, Adam. Well, I would see the ghost just popped, right? Kind of more or less. Yeah. yeah. I, I would probably just spend my turn getting uh, Up to closer, him. but not really like getting battle ready. You're like, oh, okay. okay. So, Adam, are you on horse or foot? I was on foot. Okay. So you finish running up to him, and you're standing five feet apart, mm-hmm. and you're like, basically, like, where did it go? And then you just see it reappear up on the ridge, dancing around again, where the wolves are. And they're oh, just walking through her. Uh-huh. And that's just a significant distance away. Yeah, she's maybe maybe 40 feet, 50 feet away, up on the ridge. Okay. Mm. Like, like it's an illusion, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, at this time, though, you kind of see... They're trying to come down. The wolves. They're trying to find the path down. They're trying to come down. They look hungry. Like, some of them are a little malnourished. You say they're hungry like a wolf? Hungry like a wolf, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll edit that on. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, At this point, you guys think that it's probably... This is a threat. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, let's roll again for initiative. Okay. On a reset. I don't know if anyone else at this point... If you're, like, yelling down to the camp or if you guys are just going to try to, like... Well, did your whip make a crack or anything that we would have heard? It, 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 it would have cracked, yeah. Cracked. Yeah, so I guess we'd be paying attention. Yeah. yeah. It's also raining, though. It is, and there's it also is thunder, so you probably... How about this? We probably didn't it wouldn't have stood, stood out, really. Yeah. Perception check. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm asleep. 14? So. Yeah. You would have heard it. If that's the case, I'm going to start heading in that direction. Not as, like, a... Do you a rough manner, but I'm just gonna be like, huh. like, huh. yeah. The horses are kind of qu- signal you two to like. Also, you probably you say, saw us question go. For also, s- yeah. question for Stella: Do you decide to wake up Cree? No. Well, I, I, just, I, I saw what's going on. Just, Johnny. Cree <laughs> 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 wakes up in the morning. Oh, that was a really nice night's sleep. So I say this is gonna be the easiest session I've ever played. Okay, she's gonna slowly like. I slept through the whole time. Motion and like. Not full abrupt go, but like 
cautiously like, what's going on? Some, 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 I would hear yell if I if they're in trouble, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll stroll up there. Nothing seems to be wrong. Yeah. Take it casual. Those slight metagaming. Who's watching the kids? They're not kids, right? The horse. No, Serpo. Serpo's in a dog. Was like, and there's a half. Yeah, Serpo's like tells his sister, Sir. "Go get in the cot." And he starts. There's a lot walk, watching He starts to walk up, and you you notice he pulls out a longbow that was sitting under the bench, yeah. and there's he a light goes there. to knock an arrow on it, and he just disappears off into the woods. My God, man! Yeah. He just crosses the path yeah. off to the right, where it was heavier. Well, uh, actually, uh, what's going on? Why'd you wake me? <laughs> well, I guess it'll just be wait until uh, my it turn. Seem to be a Initiative was 21 this time. <laughs> okay. That's love. It. That's a be good. Roll a 19. Feels good. 19. What did Zodiac roll? Oh, for initiative? Yeah. I did not Zodiac with a 10. Adam with a... 21. 21. Yeah. What's 19 plus? 2. Um, Estella. You're right. What's 10 plus? Estella. Are we in combat with him? If you're close enough to be in combat, yes. I figure it's probably around before Kree and Johnny actually are close enough to engage. Um, I had to go back and wake him. I'm also... Uh, I'm currently... For the Ooh, that is a straight 2. A straight 2. Deuce. Not a crooked one. <laughs> That's part of the And let me roll for these. How f- how far away are we f- from the party? Well, probably from 60 the- feet. By round two, you're probably going to be in. Okay, round three for me. Okay. No, because you're asleep. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not walking the full distance. Okay. I have a. Remember, I have a game. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually going to be like gameplay mechanic, but okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I'm down. Nice. For now. Yeah. You'll you'll learn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if I live that long. Yeah. <laughs> I was if, waiting for that comment. <laughs> if I live to tell the story. Me or him. I I good, good God. <laughs> I had fun with Gail. And Christopher okay. conveniently sits out with the next three rounds of combat. <laughs> Concentration. So, yeah, uh, us nobles, we mainly fence. So, you so. guys, uh, Zodiac and Adam, mm-hmm. now within 30 feet, realize that you're uh, standing face to face with five dire wolves. Ooh, five dire wolves. That's, uh, that's some dire wolves. You know nothing. Hmm, this could get. <laughs> Ugly. And it just so happens to be Adam's turn first. Uh, first thing Adam's Adam, going to do... What does Adam do? Adam's going to whistle, and he's going to call Long Journey. Okay. I'll go. And uh, movement of uh, 60 feet, right? Yeah. For a horse. I was picturing he'd probably get on it next turn, so he wasn't really going to worry about yeah. it this turn. Yeah. But just calling it... Um, is this where the camp the is? Campsite. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And for people listening at home, this is an S curve. S curve. Yeah. For the, from the oh side. yeah, yeah. Um, and we're currently decent ways away. Yeah. Uh, five, Big horse. Ten, fifteen, <laughs> twenty, twenty-five, thirty. 
35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. So I got pretty close. Um, that was just him whistling. Slow down, Long Jerry. Because he's bulldozed. And then... Damn horse! <laughs> I feel like Roach. he's within 60 feet of uh, at least number three, right? Yeah. All right, he's going to do... Let's see. Spells. Um, because it's your proficiency plus dex. We're going to do Toll the Dead on number three. Okay. Range of 60 feet. It's a D8 right now. Um, but once they take damage, they go up to D12. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first off, roll to hit. Yeah. That probably hits with a... Yeah. Um, it's a natural 16 plus, uh... 16, you said? It's 21 total. So that hits. Yeah. Eight. For six damage. Okay. That's Necrotic plus. damage. Direwolf three. Direwolf number three, yes. And then he's gonna walk forward. One, two, three. Mm. Four. All right. So 20 feet forward towards the dire wolves. Okay. Does that conclude your turn? That's his turn. All right. And then dire wolf one is going to hop down. And he gets here. And then it is the other one. 10 feet in front of you, snarling. And uh, this one. Mm-hmm. Shifts out of direwolf form oh, hey, and is a humanoid, and uh, he moves here, and he's just like bantering and yelling. Uh, does anyone speak a uh, druidic? No. no. Okay. Uh, of course, we wandered into a druid circle. Yep. <clears throat> and just what we needed. Druids, <laughs> prince. Druids. Direwolf two. Smells Serpo. Yep. So Serpo has... 30. Gets up to Serpo and tries to oh. bite. So... Good old Reddit. Hello there. <laughs> he does not hit. Overwork with a 7. Does 7 hit Serpo's AC? 18. No. All right. Whoa. Uh, Zediac. All right. It's your turn, buddy. Um... Oh. Just a quick amendment. Uh, for Toll the Dead, I was actually incorrect. It's a saving throw, not a roll to hit. So, for next time. Okay. Yeah, constitution saving throw. Right? We'll hear about it in the emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom saving throw for Toll the Dead. Yeah. Um, actually, I can't do that. Uh, going to move up. Alongside Adam, off to his right, two, three, and I'm gonna cast lightning lure. So it's uh, <laughs> a dope spell. <laughs> Electricity is gonna shoot out of my hands. It's going to wrap around the dire wolf's neck. They have to succeed in strength saving throw. I think it does bonus if it's stormy. Does it? No. Ah. I think that would be... That's oh, it's like called a lightning. Thing, I, think. I think it's called but lightning that does extra. Yeah. So, strength saving throw. It is, yeah. On the yeah. dire wolf. I knew yeah. something like that. If they have metal as any combo. Metal, and I think if it's already storming... Oh, really? They have a disadvantage so on the So, for his saving throw, he rolled like a natural 20. 
Right. So that definitely makes it. <laughs> so he takes um, half, though, right? Half damage? Or is it a... I think cantrips, they just save. So, yeah, yeah the way this one says... Must succeed on a strength saving throw, be pulled up 10 feet in a straight line towards you, and then take 1d8 lightning damage uh, if they end up within 5 feet of me. Um... Doesn't give uh, anything about if they fa- or if they if they succeed. Doesn't seem like there's Cause it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything. So there's only damage if they get if it pulls them towards me. So okay, uh, nothing happens. Okay, low level spells. Okay. Yeah. All right, Serpro's turn. That's what I say. Serpro. Yeah, Serpro takes a step back. An astonishment, but still with his bow ready, um, releases a round onto the dire wolf. Okay, and he's going to take his attack, attack opportunity, opportunity real yeah. quick. Exactly. Natural 20. Ooh. Yes. So he's going to use his a great bite right? attack. Yeah, six level. All right, so when you get it. And. Produces yeah. six. so many lives. I, le- I looked at it, I was like, where do I get that? That is like, he's probably the so biggest he, thing he's had. He saved Ford. He saved like everyone with yeah. that. <laughs> himself. 21 points of damage oh. on a critical bite. Oh my god. So, uh, Circle's almost dead. Yeah, it's his turn now, though, so how is he going to respond? <laughs> he's going to flee! What is he at right now? Circle's <laughs> at uh, two health. Woo! Uh, Serpo lets out a a, uh, Cry of I'm immense sure. pain, mm-hmm. and he got me right in the leg. Am I good leg? He goes. Yeah, you can make it. <laughs> um, and he <coughs> unleashes <coughs> his notch, but his notch arrow on the dire wolf. Okay, so roll the hit. Natural ten oh. plus a lot. Yeah, ten plus six is you hit. ten. So yeah, sixteen. All right. So we'll still have armor. Nope. And then a D fast, eight. Yeah. And he uses um, archetype colossal slayer. Oh nope, doesn't affect this round. Next round, maybe. Four. Four total. Four piercing damage. I think it's plus dex. Plus dex. Plus dex. So plus four. So eight. So four eight. eight. Plus four. Yeah. He's a fast boy. You are fast. Number two. Is he proficient in the bow? What? Probably. Yeah. Should hope so. He's a ranger, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, then is. he has plus six. Then. All right. And then... So then ten, not eight. Okay. And then this one, same thing. Does he turn into a human? Turns into a human. This one's a female. Oh, a and they're just chanting. And... He goes, or she goes, rather, to cast, she casts this spell on herself. She's doing, like, these weird hand motions. She casts spark skin on herself. Spark skin. Which makes her skin almost look like a tree, and it's a bonus to her AC. And that will be her turn. Does it, does fire ignore it? No. Oh. That'd be cool, though. And now it is, uh... Delva's turn. Making She's still in the cart. She probably heard her brother screaming. 
Yeah, I would assume hearing him scream, she's going to move into action. So. She's probably got range. Yeah, she's got hint, a hint. short bow. <laughs> from the cart. <laughs> she snipe people from the cart. <laughs> you killed my brother. I'm prepared to die. Right, right there. Yeah, yeah, in the cart. Uh, how far away is Wolf 2 from that? Like, probably like 50 feet, 60 That's feet. That's short bow range, right? Oh, yeah. Both have a huge range. Well, short bows. Uh, Pretty uh, short. It's 60 feet or something like that. That's 60 feet. You get some height. (laughs) Step one. Yeah. Delva is going to make a stealth check to try and hide behind the wall of the cart. Okay. Possibly. 19? Yeah. (laughs) Yep, she's stealth. (laughs) Super stealth. (laughs) <laughs> Stuffing that ever stuff. And then her numbers shirt. don't look good, but her stats are just like, it's yeah. like, man, rogues are crazy. Never played one, but making that NPC was get fun. expertise. Yeah, expertise is broken. And oh, yeah. she's a halfling. It's all the halfling the bonuses. Halflings are the most broken. Because the lucky ignore yeah. natural ones. Lucky one is six extra damage. All right, this is yeah. the biggest thing. So now Delva's gonna pull out her sharp bow and go for a sneak attack against Wolf Number Two. That I played is like she's gonna what? Try and sneak attack. All right. So he would cast on scene serve as a ritual and haunt people. the demon. I like it. So that's how he made. That'll be thirteen plus six to hit. So nineteen. Yeah. Like back row spellcaster, but. Uh, that'll be 10 plus dex, so 14 damage. 14 doing his natural ones. To direwolf. Because isn't it like we roll ones? Don't yeah, touch me, ones. brother! It's just so nice. It's yeah, it's, it's better than luck. And the dog just kind of. Because you hear it whimpering. He got him pretty good. He's like, luck plus. Yeah. It's Stella. So She went and got number two, you said? Serpo's almost dead, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Gonna... He only hears the lar- the loud hint, hint cleric yell. <laughs> yeah, okay. hint, hint. Hila. This is I'll the go. guy paying Hila us. Me. Uh, oh, no, this is the guy we're getting. He's gonna uh, uh, go to the tree to get out of sight of these people. Yeah, and if he dies, we still get the money. Yeah, it's just her that matters. She's gonna like, like pretend to reach into her like cloak, and like throw something, and. Out like it's nothing, but then soon they see a giant scythe spinning towards the wolf. Okay, and cast spiritual weapon. Okay, <laughs> and uh, what does spiritual to, weapon do? It, you create a flowing spectral weapon within range uh, that lasts for duration or until uh, you cast the spell again. Uh, I can make a melee spe- spell attack against a creature within five uh, feet of the weapon, which I'm sending it towards number. That wolf. Number two, I think it is. On hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus spell casting modifier. Nice. So. That is... Um, it's going to be 8 plus 6, so 14 to hit. Hits. Nice. Right on the dot. Hey, hey baby... That's a one d eight plus. That's a hit of seven points. <laughs> so, this dog just getting hit by uh, Delva on the cart is kind of whimpering. The dog pulls up to put his head in the air, and this thing just <laughs> clean cuts it. 
and the direwolf drops dead. With the rest of her movement, she's going to try to sneakily, so like five, I think that's 15, because it doubles. And then I think she has enough to get there okay. behind the second tree next to him. Okay. With and the, can she do something else for him right now? Or? I mean, you can't double spell okay. cast. Nope. Sorceries. <laughs> yeah, wrong class. <laughs> All right. She's, she's, she's there ready. Direwolf 3 comes down, goes to attack Zediac, rolls a 13. Just barely hits. Okay. And he goes to bite. He bites you for 12 damage. 